do you generally see the glass half full or half empty? And once you've decided, do you choose to be joyous? Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 14 of Tractate Nazir, and we learn that you cannot control what happens around you, but you can control how you view the stimuli and how you choose to act based on those thoughts. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Chavrissa today. I like to begin with a story. The wicked Haman was overjoyed. He had just drawn lots to determine which month would be best to exterminate the Jewish people. The lottery had fallen on the month of Adar. Why was this a good omen? Because, as everyone knows, Adar was the month of the passing of the Jewish people's greatest lead and prophet of all time, Moshe. What a propitious occasion to annihilate the Mosaic people, he thought. But unbeknownst to him, Adar was also the month when Moshe was born. Having been born and died on the same day, the 7th of Adar, 120 years apart. Today's stuff discusses an individual who pledges to be like Moshe on the 7th of Adar. What is the meaning of such an ambiguous declaration? Let's look at the Gemara. If a person declared, I am like Moshe on the 7th of Adar, what is the law? Says the Tosis, for on the day Moshe was born, the seventh of Adar, there was great rejoicing. And on the day that he died, the seventh of Adar, presumably many took vows of abstinence, and there was an abundance of Nazis due to their anguish. This fellow made an unclear declaration. Did he mean like in the generation of Moshe's passing on the seventh of Adar, i.e. he was taking an oath of Naziris upon himself? Or did he mean Moshe's birthday and he was accepting upon himself to be joyful? Let's analyze the Gemara. Isn't it interesting how the same day, the 7th of Adar, could mean completely opposite things depending on how you interpret it? To one person, the 7th of Adar is one of the saddest days on the calendar, but to another, it's one of the most joyous days on the calendar. You can understand Haman's confusion with the date. Clearly, he'd only ever encountered Jews of the former kind. People often say the facts speak for themselves, but the facts never speak for themselves. Facts are interpreted by the observer, and depending upon an observer's prism of understanding and attitude to life, the same facts could be interpreted by two people in radically different ways. Some people will always see the glass as half empty. Others will always see that same glass half full. Much of what occurs in your life is beyond your control. Things happen in the world around you that are independent of your actions. Nevertheless, you never lose the power to control your life. You might not be able to control what happens, but you can always control your response to the stimuli around you. One person who hears the date, the 7th of Adar, will think joy, while another person will think sorrow. Which will you choose? British Chief Rabbi Ephraim Mervis was once invited to address the Parliamentary Committee on the State of Antisemitism in the UK. He began his presentation by drawing a tiny red blotch on a sheet of paper. He held it up to the parliamentarians and asked them what they saw. They all told him, a red blotch. Look again, he responded gently. The blotch occupies about 1% of the page. Most of this page is a beautiful, natural, unadulterated canvas. It's your interpretation that reads it as nothing more than a red blotch. I want to begin this discussion by expressing my gratitude to this marvelous country. From a historical and contemporary perspective, there are very few places in the world that have treated its Jews as fairly and honorably. Is anti-Semitism a concern? Absolutely. And it's an urgent matter that must be addressed. But let's not forget all the positive aspects of Jewish life in this country. 
Let's return to the words of Tosphus. When Moshe died, people were understandably upset. Many would have spent the next few months moping about and complaining that they would never have another leader like Moshe. And then there were others who decided to take a vow of Nazarism or other heightened spiritual commitment. Instead of focusing on the pain, they channeled the intense emotion into a power for the good. In life, bad things happen, and people find themselves in a state of anguish. Much as we'd like to think we can be ever the stoic, that's often a tall order. We can't always overpower our emotional states, but we still have a choice. What do we do with that state of melancholy? When artists and musicians find themselves at a low moment or dark stage, they utilize their skewed emotions to tap into their creative side. Likewise, Tosa suggests that the right response to anguish is to seize the moment for spirituality. Otherwise, we risk the Yetzirah taking hold. He's very good at taking the melancholy and allowing it to feed off itself, creating an ever deeper downward spiral into moodiness and depression. But more powerfully, Toaster suggests that even Simcha is not necessarily a natural response. It takes a conscious decision. Read the words of Toaster once again. This individual heard about Moshe's birthday and decided to be joyful. Because Simcha, too, is a choice. Some people can have all the best things happen to them in life, and yet they still wander around bitter and morose because they refuse to choose happiness. In life, things happen around you beyond your control. Your first choice is whether to see the cloud or the silver lining. But even then, you get to choose whether to rejoice in that silver lining. And even if the cloud has taken hold, you still get to choose whether to seize the moment for spirituality. May you forever choose to be uplifted by the world around you, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe to achieving a life of simcha and purpose. Transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.